revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. I'm so excited to be talking to you guys today about the interview process. So, so, so excited about that. I know this is something that a lot of people struggle with, but I'm definitely happy to come this morning and kind of change like your whole perspective on how you need to be seeing the actual process within itself, because it's not as deep as people assume that it is. So let me start off by saying this, okay? It's how you think about it. It really is mindset. It really is mindset. And I want to be able to show you this morning just how you're able to really take back your power in the interview process. And so I don't want you guys to feel like you are at the, you know, if you're if you're just hanging on like, oh, please hire me, right? I want to be able to show you guys the right mindset to actually have. Zoom interviews make it a little easier, but it's still never wrecking, right? I know because of COVID, it definitely has changed the feel of how like the job interview process is. And, you know, I think I think with the Zoom, it's good, but I still think it kind of makes it harder to make a a actual human connection. It's still possible, but that's something I want to share with you guys in a few minutes, too. All right. So let me say this. When you're talking about going on job interviews and, and you're talking about having to be able to interview for a position, it is a skill right? It is a skill and a skill is something that like the more that you do it, the better you become at it. So if you feel like, you know, Alicia, this is something I don't, I don't do well, I can almost guarantee you it's because you don't do it often, right? So the more that you having to like go through the process and the more comfortable you get talking about your skill and talking about the results that you're able to bring forth, the easier this process is going to be. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, to be an expectation of you never, you know, having to feel nerves. Because I think that, you know, going through the interview process is going to bring a certain amount of nerves. That's completely normal. But if you're finding yourself so nervous that you like, I can't think, (laughs) you're finding yourself, your mind going blank, you're finding yourself starting to sweat and get like, just, you're like very overwhelmed. You're like, Alicia, I can't breathe. Like my whole chest is Okay, that is a problem, right? But I want to let you know that if you feel some nerves, right, that is completely normal. And so I want you to change the way that you think about the interview process, right? It's not just you being able to sell yourself, but it is also you having to go in and see if this particular company is going to be a good fit for you. So if you're only worried about, oh my God, I got to say the right things just to get the job, you're going to be nervous, right? But if if you're going in with the mindset of like, let me see if I want to work for these folks, right? If, if you're going in with the mindset to see, I need to make sure that this is going to be a good opportunity for me, That is going to help with a lot of the nerves that you have, because that is what the interview process is. It's not just about them seeing if you're the best fit, right? It's about you being able to see if they are a good fit for you. So if you're only going in with the mindset to focus on how am I able to please them, what is the perfect answers I need to say, then that is where those nerves are like that is the root of you being nervous because now the focus is not on you but it's on them and you got to think as 
what the interview process is, is a conversation. So if you are in the middle of your job search and you are starting to get, you know, all these callbacks, now it's like, okay, let me go have a conversation with them to see where this opportunity could lead. Changing the way that you think about the process and also not allowing them to just, you know, have all the power because they don't. They need you, right? They have a problem within their space that needs to be solved and they are looking for somebody to solve that problem. So it's not like, oh my God, I need them to hire me, but it's like, okay, I need to see this opportunity is going to be a good fit for me and if it's in alignment with where I'm actually trying to go. So when you start to allow yourself to have a lot more of the authority than you think you do. Now, when you walk in, it's it's not about saying the right answers. It's about you being able to say the real answers, right? And especially, you know, if you are going into the interview process lying, that's probably where a lot of the nerves are too, because you're like, okay, what is the answer I'm supposed to say? Right. But when you already know the impact that you're able to provide and you already know the skill set that you have, now you can come in and start having a conversation about if what they need and what you have, if that meshes well. Right. So I want you guys to start to look at job interview processes as a business deal. Let me go see, you know, what is the the extra details on this deal to make sure this is something that I want to invest my time and my skills into, right? And I want you guys to remember that when you're going through the job search process, you know, the aim is not to get every job, right? The aim is not to land every job interview that you get. It's about you being able to get the right job for you. Right. So when you start seeing your job search process as I'm not trying to land every job because every job is not going to be a good fit for me. What I'm what I need to do is I need to go in and see if this is the right job for me. And having that mindset, having yourself to feel like you have options. Right. Even though you're like, at least I need a job. I've I've been job searching for six months. You have options. Allowing yourself to know that I have options. I don't have to choose this job. It gives you more room to breathe. It gives you more room to show up as you. And it gives you the opportunity to make sure that you're not saying yes to the wrong job. That's true. I did one interview where I was like, I'm going to see. Yes, it says yes. And that's the thing, right? Taking the pressure off of you of thinking that I have to get, first of all, thinking that I have to get a job interview for every job that I apply for. You don't want that. Right. And that's the thing. Having the understanding to know that every job that I apply to is not the job for me. Right. But what the interview process does, it gives me the opportunity to vet them. Right. To see if this is something that is going to be a good fit. So allowing yourself to get more room to be to choose. Right. It's a term that people use. It's called pick me. Right meaning that you would pretty much do and say whatever you need to do to make sure that you land a job. So I want you guys' mindset to go from being a pick me, right? Meaning I'm just going to say whatever I have to say just so I can get the job. And I want you guys to move over into a being a, a lot more pickier about who it is that you actually want to work for. Tip number two, they called you. And if people would realize how how it is not easy to get a job interview, right? If you would give yourself a lot more 
credit, right? That you are now in the room that you are sitting in a seat. That's going to make you be more confident. A lot of times when, when there's an open position, it's nothing to have like four or 500 people. Sometimes y'all, 800, 1,000 people, if not more, especially in the job market that we're in now, that, that applies to one position, one, right? Again, I was an HR guy. I did this for over 10 years, thousands of interviews, right? And, and even with the clients I work with, I tell them, you got to remember that you're in the seat. They saw something, right? They was able to pick out their top five people out of hundreds of people that apply for that position, right? And they chose to talk to you. When I was at HR recruitment, I never called anybody in that I did not see myself hiring. I didn't, right? There was something on paper that I was like, oh, okay, hmm, okay. They so far they have they have pretty much everything that I need for this position. Let me now set up a job interview with them so I can just kind of get those gaps, right? Because when it comes to your resume, there's only so much that you can share, right? So you got to know that when you have submitted your resume and they called you, friend, they see something, right? So when you are walking into the room or you are on that Zoom call, it should no longer be, do I deserve to actually be here? You do because they called you. And so you being able to really ride on that and say, you know what, they 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 already have me in mind. It's going to help you to be a lot more confident when you show up. And, you know, whenever I had to hire for jobs and I call people in to speak with them, I was not like, oh, let me see what they're talking about. Mm -mm. I was like, OK, hmm, let like this could be the person. Right. Because first of all. Hiring is not easy, right? I don't, I don't care if you're a hiring manager. It's stressful. So you are ready to get through the process, right? You, when, when that person sits down in the seat, you are hoping, you're hoping that they're the one. So we can go ahead and get this over with. <laughs> so we can move onto the next task, right? So when you're sitting in the, when, when you're sitting in the seat, they're not thinking, oh, okay. I'm not, they're not looking for what's wrong. They're wanting to feel the role. They're, they're wanting to hear the things that they need to hear from you so that that position can be filled. So knowing that, right, knowing that the person on the other side is not looking to see you fail, right? And that should give you the confidence to show up and show out. And I don't think people realize, you know, how going through the interview process, it is about you being able to brag on yourself, right? And when I say you want to brag on yourself, I'm saying that you are very aware of the strengths that you bring, right? And so don't be so afraid to appear like, oh, she think or he thinks this about himself. No, that's a good thing. You need to show up because a lot of people, again, get so nervous throughout the process of it that they completely shut down. They completely shut down. Or what happens is you get really, really nervous and you talk super fast. So you're like speeding through all of the answers and you're not taking the opportunity to be like, let me show these people what I can do for them. So the fact that they called you in, they see something. Now, now once you get into the room with them or on or the, the actual Zoom call with them, now it's up to you to actually connect what you have to what they need. That is what gets you the job. When you can actually connect what they need to what you have, 
right? Because up until this point, they're like, okay, this person seems like they they could be a good fit, right? But it's still still some gaps there, right? And the person that is able to express the best how they're able to solve the problems, that is who gets the job. So it's not the person that is the most experienced that gets the job. It's the person that's able to tell the best story of how their skill set can solve their certain problems. Because a lot of people know that they have the experience, but they do not know how to express that they can help them. And so that's what you have to focus on. Not I have to focus on I'm the best, I'm the best. You have to focus on I have to be able to express my value in the best way. I want to give you just like a a basic framework of how the interview process works, right? So, and this is not going to be for every role, but this is definitely just going to be how most of them work. When you, like that first round, you're not, chances are you're not talking to, to the person that's actually going to hire you. Now, again, this could be different, but this is for most jobs. So who, the person you're going to be talking to is the actual recruiter, right? Or, or the person that they've hired to source, And so their job is to go through and find all the people that they feel is going to be a good fit for this role, right? Then from that point on, so a lot of times when you receive that first phone call, that first phone call is what they call a phone screening. It's just to kind of get the basic requirements to make sure that, hey, is this person even worth us speaking to, right? And it's a lot of times they'll ask you about as far as your experience, they ask you about pay different things like that to make sure that they want to move you through the process itself because they don't want to waste a whole lot of time. So I wouldn't I wouldn't get too deep into that. Again, you still want to be able to show up and share the expertise that you have, but a lot of times you don't know a lot about the job and, you know, that first round of uh, excuse me, that first person who you have to speak to, they may know about the job, but they don't know the job, right? Especially if it's it's like a a standard staffing company, all they're really going off of is just like the basic job ad itself. So, you know, still show up because you definitely want to show them enough that, hey, I have what it is that you need. So they're able to pass you through to the next phase. But, you know, it just depends on who you're actually speaking speaking with. Now, if the person that you are speaking with is somebody who's either on, on your team, I'm excuse me, somebody who would be on your team or or your actual boss or the person who's going to hire you, hey, sell it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get that that is where that story of these are the skills that I have and this is the problems that you have and this is how I can solve it. That is when you want to be sure that that story is really really clear. And there's nothing wrong with if you're going through the interview process and you ask the person, what is the role that that you play? You want to find that out, right? Because you don't want to, first of all, you know, and I'm going to say this, a lot of times when, when you have people who are just having to source for that particular role, they only know so much, right? And sometimes the information that they share, they may sound very, very sure, but at the end of the day, they don't know. They don't. They don't work that particular role every single day, right? And so that's why I tell people you do want to take the phone screen like seriously, but you don't. Don't feel like this is like I gotta sell myself one hundred percent. This is just to let them know if they want to actually pass you along. Okay, so 
I want to talk about interview prep. And a lot of times the reason you guys be so nervous is because you're not preparing for your interviews. <laughs> you're literally just showing up, right? Especially if you're one that like you're like really aggressive in your job search. Like you have you've been applying half the time. You don't even remember who you applied for. All of a sudden you're on the phone and you're like, who is this? Who who are these people, right? Because you've been applying to so many positions and, you know, and now they want to, to actually schedule a time to talk to you. And you kind of just kind of just kind of just go, right? Just kind of showing up and just, and just, I, I hope it go good. Are you thinking, oh my God, I hope, I know, I know the job ad said that I have to have experience in this, but I don't know. No, you got to prepare. Cause like I said earlier, the exactly winging it. And so, like I said earlier, what gets you the job is when you're able to clearly express how can you help them. But if you don't know anything about them, how do you know that you're able to help them? Right. And so you don't you don't automatically want to just assume because, hey, I've done this certain role before or, you know, I've been doing this for years. I'm good because, again, it's not about ex- just experience. It's about how you fit with them. And so you've got to start getting starting having the mindset to really prepare for your job interview because that's that's gonna make you feel more more okay. Let's go. Like I've sat down and I have thought about what I need to do. I've thought about what I need to say. And guys, when you're going through the interview process, everybody wants to know the same thing, right? So in most cases, everybody wants to know the same information. Now, when you're talking about the actual interview questions themselves, that can kind of change, right? But just because a particular question is stated in a certain way doesn't mean that the information that they need has changed. They all want to know the same thing, but they may ask it in a different way. So as you're going through these interviews, start to take note, what are the common questions or the common things that they want to know about my experience. Because now when you are sitting down and you're having to actually prep, now it's like, okay, hmm, I, I already know what information that they want from me. Now I need to sit down and think about the best structure that is going to allow them to see me as a good fit for this role. And so the more you prepare, the more you know, okay, how long have they even been around, right? Because knowing how long that they have been around is going to help you to kind of get an idea on what kind of problems that they probably have at this phase. Also knowing what it is that they do, the service that they provide or the product that they sell, right? Who who are the people in that same space that they are trying to actually be, right? So knowing all of this information is going to make you appear as a stronger fit because now when you're going through the interview process, you're not just saying a whole, all this fluff, but you are speaking directly to what it is that they need. And that is going to make you go to a whole different level. And now that is when you're able to show up like, y'all need me, right? Because you've got a clear idea on the issues and the problems that, that they need help solving. Now this, Right. Another thing is a very this is like a very small tip. Right. Very small tip. Bring notes. Bring some kind of notepad. Right. Show up with something. And and this this does not make you look like you are not prepared. This makes you look really prepared. Right. 
because now they see, okay, wait a minute, this person has notes. This person is is coming to really learn about this role. Okay. Right. And do not think that just because you have notes does not mean that you are not prepared. I have notes. Why? Because I prepared. <laughs> I'm not just hopping on a live stream and throwing stuff out of the sky, but I prepared. Look at some of my face. Hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. But I've actually prepared to, to come up here and to show you guys how to get confident in the interview process. Right. So having that knowledge and understanding man, I need to come prepare, bring notes with you, right? If there are some key achievements, if there are some key results that you have brought forth in, in your past employment that is going to be able to allow you to show up as, as stronger, bring them, right? Because again, the interview process, you get nervous, you forget things, right? And then I know everybody's been there where you're like, man, it was this thing that I was supposed to say, but I didn't say, bring notes, right? Now, I'm not saying to sit there and be like, in 2010, I had, no. <laughs> you don't want to read the notes, right? But you want to use them as just a quick guide, right? If you already know that you have particular questions that you want, again, sometimes those nerves will make you go blank. If you have questions, if there's if there's particular details about the job that you want to know about, you need to be sure that you bring notes so these things can be discussed, right? And again, y'all, another quick tip, you know, when, and you can do this on Zoom or it doesn't matter, but as they're speaking, you can take notes, right? So when the interview starts, Hey, let them know, hey, I just want to let you know that I do have some, some notes here. And also, if you see me with my head down for a second, know that I am taking notes. Automatically, they're like, oh, they, they are serious about this, right? Automatically, you show up looking really prepared because you brought notes and you are wanting to take notes. So take the notes, okay? Tip number four, right? I want you guys to focus more on your strengths. That is going to help you be more confident. Focus on your strengths. If you're only going in thinking what you don't have, you are defeating yourself. Again, remember, they called you, right? So if you're only going in focusing on what you don't have, of course you're going to be nervous, right? But this also goes back to the interview prep, prepping yourself, getting clear on what that job description says. A lot of people underestimate the power of the job description. Now, we'll say this, the job description will not give you the full scope of the job, right? So don't think that you know everything, but the job description, if they do it right, because sometimes they want to throw these job these job ads up there, you know, be saying nothing, but in most cases, if they do the job ad right, it shows you exactly what they're looking for. It shows you exactly what they want. And so if you don't take the time to read the job description, which half of y'all don't, you just kind of scan, okay, okay, okay. And, and you're only looking for pay. You're only looking for, you. the job description tells you exactly the kind of person that they are wanting to hire. So base your answers upon that. The first question, y'all already know the first question that, that they're going to ask you is what? Tell me about yourself. Why y'all get scared of the question they ask you in every interview? <laughs> You ought to get more and more confident 
with the question, tell me about yourself, because you already know what's coming. You already know, right? But, and your answer should be based upon the job description, because again, the interview process is not about you just saying all of your experiences, right? But you're wanting to say the experiences that's related to that particular position. When they, you know, they always ask the same questions. What are your strengths? You need to be saying strengths that's on the job description, right? Another question they ask you is, what is your greatest weaknesses? You need to be sure sure that you don't say nothing that's on the job description, right? So using that job description as a roadmap, as a framework, and as a structure on how I need to say my answers and what my answers need to be related to. And then y'all, I'm throwing y'all all kinds of gems this morning, okay? Another tip is, I know you guys hate the question, can you tell me about a time when? Y'all like, oh my God. Sit down before the interview process, right? And think about stories or examples that you've experienced that's related to the kind of problems that they, they actually dealt with, right? Because you know, again, all when you go through the interview process, they're asking you the same stuff, right? They want to they want to know the same answer. So even thinking about that particular process, you know, okay, I'm gonna have to have a story about a time where I maybe had to deal with somebody on my team who was hard or I need to already have an answer prepared for, you know, a time when I had to do something and I didn't really receive the results I thought I should. You already know this stuff. So already get the answers prepared. And like I said, when you prep, it really gives you the opportunity, guys, to focus on the tough questions. Oh, my God, I hate that question, even though I have a story it never comes out impactful, right? There's a really great framework that's called STAR. STAR, which is means the S is for situation, the T is for task, the A is for action, the R is for result. And if you stay within that framework, you know, a lot of times it helps you to share the details that they need to actually know. Because a lot, a lot of people just go on, on, and on, and, and they don't realize, wait a minute, they're asking me this because they need to know certain facts about something, right? When they ask you that question, they're wanting to know, how do you handle stress? How do you deal with people that don't think like you? How do you handle failure, right? This is the, the information that they want to know, even though they may ask the question in a different way. So like I was saying, you definitely want to be sure that you focus more on what you do have than what you don't have. Another thing that is going to make you more confident when you're showing up in the interview process, y'all, they are human just like you. These people have kids, they have families, they've been fired before, they have sat in that seat right? They know the the actual struggles of the interview process. They are human just like you. And whether or not people like to admit this, you can have all of the skills and experience in the world, but if you cannot connect with the person that you are speaking with, friend, you will not get the job, right? You have to be able to connect with the person that you are speaking with. Meaning that not saying that that you have to be best friends with them, but you got to be able to connect with them. And if you're so nervous, you will not be able to do that. So even when you when you start 
the interview. Don't start off with the job. Like start off with, hey, where where are you from? Right? Start off with stuff like that because that's going to help you just ease into the conversation that may even allow you guys the time to bond or to maybe, you know, laugh, right? And the more comfortable you feel with the other person, the more confident you will be. So don't feel like you have to start off with the job, right? Start off asking questions about them. Now, you want to make sure that you're not getting too deep, right? But you definitely want to be sure that you are starting off being able to ask questions about them, right? And I I don't think people realize the power of making a connection, because, you know, again, if that person in the seat, like, man, y'all, I, I can't tell you how many positions I've hired for. It's like, man, this person, they're great, but I'm not sure, right? I'm not sure how they could handle the environment that we're in because you didn't allow that side of you to actually shine through because you were so focused on saying the right answers. And so I want you guys to know that the person sitting on the other side of you is human, just like you. Right. So try to find a way to find that human connection with that person. If you kind of have an idea of who is the person that you actually be speaking with, go on LinkedIn, see how long have they been here. Start the conversation off with, hey, John, last night I was on your page on LinkedIn because it is not it's not weird. Now, if you say, hey, I was on Facebook and I was on your page, that's a little weird because. (laughs) That's a little weird because Facebook is a little bit more personal, right? Now, I'm not saying that you can't go on their Facebook page, but I'm saying you don't want to kind of bring that up. I would definitely like, hey, yeah, I was on your page last night on LinkedIn and and I saw that you've been here for the last five or six years. How do you like it? Like, you can start off asking questions. I know that a lot of people... They want to wait until the end and you should wait until the end because they for most questions because they could already have that addressed, right? But start off with asking asking them, you know, how are you doing? People don't even ask the person, how are they doing? (laughs) I can't tell you how many interviews I've done, right? And people just sit down and and like this, right? But the interviews or the people that I really was able to connect with, they started off the conversation asking me how I was doing, asking me how, you know, my job, if I, if I enjoyed my job, like we were able to build a connection. And after you leave the interview process, they remember how you made them feel versus what you said. And I'm going to say this again, when you're going through the interview process, right? And after you leave, they will remember how you made them feel, not necessarily everything you said. So the more that you're able to build that human connection with them, right? And really know that the person on the other side is a human, just like me, it is going to help you a lot. And guys, I do have a resource that I want to share with you guys. I have a guide that I wrote that is called Why Didn't I Get the Job? And it's talking about the common mistakes that people make throughout the interview process. It also comes with a workbook, like a detailed workbook that can help you to structure out your answers so you can make sure that those answers 
are very strategic and in alignment for that certain role. And you can actually go right now and get that resource at aliciaperkins.me slash interview help. It's also on my site at I am, uh, excuse me, I am Alicia Perkins slash store. I am aliciaperkins.com slash store. And that is going to be a really great interview resource to help you get prepared for the interview process. And I also go into a lot more detail about the mindset that you should have throughout the whole interview process. Because y'all, you got to realize and again, I want to share with you another quick tip. If you're going through the interview process, right, or let me say this, if you are in the middle of a job search and you are applying to a whole bunch of positions and you're not getting any callbacks, it's your resume. Okay, so if you are going through the uh, the job search process and you're not getting any callbacks, it's your resume. If you are getting callbacks and you're like, Alicia, I'm getting a lot of job interviews, but I'm not getting like the jobs, it is your interviewing skills, right? So I first want you to really identify what it is or what that gap is so you know how to fix it. And let me say this, you know, if again, interviewing is a skill, so do not wait until you have to interview for your dream job, right? to like, how can I put it? Make sure that probably before you already start your official job search, or if you are already in it, that you go on other interviews for positions that you may not be excited about, right? Because those are the interviews that you need to like, you know, feel your way through. Make sure that don't use the jobs that you really, really want as an opportunity to now, okay, let me feel my way through. Practice on job opportunities that you're really not that excited about. Those are the positions that you want to to just kind of, okay, let me see how this go, right? But don't wait until you have the job that you really, really want. And now you haven't been on, on an interview in a year, don't do that to yourself, right? Get comfortable with interviewing, right? Get comfortable with you being able to show up. Use all, all interviews as practice. Yes, I definitely think that you should learn from all the interviews, right? Yes. <laughs> Laura, did you see I was struggling trying to explain that? But yeah, so you definitely want to use the job opportunities that you're necessarily not that excited about as practice. But don't wait until your dream job. And now you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So do that. Go apply for positions, even if it's something you don't necessarily want, right? It's not about you getting a job. It's about you getting more comfortable talking about yourself. Again, when you interview, it's a skill. The more you do it, the more confident you will become. And guys, I have one more point. Talking about interview is not just about selling yourself. It's about having to make a connection. And there's two different types of connections that you need to make to get the job. That first connection is I have to be able to connect what I have to what they need, right? And I also have to be able to connect to the person that I am speaking with. A lot of people hate panel style. I love panel interviews. Okay, am I the only one who, you know, first... 
first when I was in HR, when I had to do them, I loved them. But also when I had, when I was a job seeker, um, not, now I own my business full time, but before when I was a job seeker, I love panel interviews. And I don't think people realize like the opportunity, right? That is available in a panel style interview, right? Because for one, you're able to connect, right? And then all you need to really win is like one or two people. I'm going to say it again. All you need to do is win like one or two people through the process. That's it. Right. I've been when I was in HR, I, I was in interviews and, and it was like five of us. Right. And it was like two was like, I don't know. I don't know. But the other three of us was like, oh, my God, they're awesome. Like, they're amazing. And the other two was like, OK, we're fine. <laughs> right. So now the power is not just in one person's hand. Right. But now you're able to connect. Right. And again, another quick gym as you are uh, having to talk. Call them by name. Being calling the interviewer by name. That is a way to connect. Why? Because anytime somebody calls you by name and that and it's done a few times, you already feel like I kind of know them. Right? Simple tips. And y'all could probably do a whole live stream just on that, but I won't. But I, I want you guys to start changing your perspective of the interview process. And I want you guys to really, really know that, hey. Every job out there is not for me, and I'm okay with that. And the interview process is the opportunity for me to decide if this is a good fit, right? And so um, if you feel like your health problems could stop you from maybe being able to perform a certain job, but then again, you don't have to disclose this information, right? But um, if you feel like, like maybe your health could maybe stop you from from doing a special task, or maybe you need special like accommodations, that's okay. But know that when you share this information, unfortunately, that could change somebody's perspective. So I just think that it's just really good to just make sure that you just are are wise with the information that you share, right? And and especially if you if you have if you have survived it. Cool, right? I mean, also, I'll say this: if it's if this is like a health issue that maybe you've had in the past, I think that that is that that could be a really great story to share, right? Just sharing with the with them how you are maybe able to like get past that, and I think that could be a good storyline. But if you're wanting to share it to see if they would hire you or not, use your best judgment on that. Right. Because I also believe that you shouldn't just kind of like spring stuff up on them. But again, don't feel like you you have to, because when you're going going through the interview process, it is illegal for them to even ask you about health stuff. Right. We say that depending on the job. So don't feel like you have to share that and allow them to ask. Right. I think a lot of people do a lot of oversharing through the interview process and you don't like, hey, let them ask you. So if they say, hey, um, I noticed on your resume that there was a gap between 2012 to 2014, you can say, yeah, I, I had some some issues concerning my health, but that's all, however you want to word it. You, you can say it's over with, it's in the past, or whatever, whatever. But you can just say, I, I had some health concerns or, you know, but don't feel like you have to go into extreme detail about it. Because you don't. But yes, I think everybody should have a brag book. 
this could be an actual like notebook. It can be a note app. I know a lot of us have note apps because y'all don't realize that the results and the impact, right? You don't even take into account the new software systems that you learn at work, the new skills that you build, right? All of these workshops that your job have you having to go to, all, all of the extra courses that they may have you take, you need to keep track of these things, right? If you had a really big win at work, go in your phone and be like, I was able to streamline the system and it led to this result. Keeping up with those results is really going to help you to be able for one, help you to feel more, more confident. It also can help you when it's time to ask for a raise, right? And then also, you know, like you were saying, as you're going through the interview process, you can now, you have concrete examples of the results that, that your skill set brought forth. So I definitely think that everybody needs to have some kind of brag book is the word I like to use. Again, I really, really, really enjoy speaking with you guys and I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.